So if you want to just kind of give us a little background on yourself, um, I don't know, some of our audience probably knows who you are, but just in case there's somebody that doesn't. Living under a yeah. rock. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've just, uh, I've just been trading in this space since 2013. So like I've kind of just kind of, I guess, seen it all. Like I've seen, uh, not all, but I've seen two or three market cycles now. Um, so I guess I'm just a, just a spout of the wisdom of the old school back before y'all got here. <laughs> you are an OG in every sense of the word. Yeah, I, I suppose. I, I, did, I didn't vote for that term, but... <laughs> you probably hate most of us, our, us newer folks, huh? No, no. Usually when the market cycle turns down, most of the people I dislike disappear. There we go. Everybody, everybody after that... Like you'll find in your next market cycle is how it's, this is how it goes for me, is I don't make friends with the new people like immediately. You like give them give them like six months to a year to see who stays around. Uh, but yeah, I mean most people are good. I, I I can't think of anybody off the top of my head that's still around that I dislike. There we go. Yeah, <laughs> it, I feel like you're right. As soon as the market starts to drop off enough, those people who are kind of the quote unquote grifters kind of find a new industry to make their living in. Yeah, or get stuck here and, you know, just make it fucking miserable for everybody. But what are you going to do? <laughs> yeah, I'm never leaving, so if you're, you're talking about me specifically, I'll be here. <laughs> no, you're, you're probably fine. There we go. Okay, so I, I think the reason we first reached out was we had Melissa on. Uh, her oh. last name's Sweet, I believe. It's Melissa Sweet or... Uh -huh. Um, Burr. Burr, wow, Jesus Christ, I am so really sorry. Far off. Yeah, no, there's actually someone in my DMs, <laughs> uh, different person, but um, yeah, Burr. Melissa Burr, she reached out and she was like, You gotta get Jeremy on, so that's when we originally reached out. Um, because she was talking about a bunch of degenerate shit, and she was like, You blow her out of the water, yeah. I mean, like, the the bubble times were, were pretty fun. Uh, I'm not going to like delve into like too much of it because, you know, it's all within statute of limitations kind of thing. Plus, like I'm trying to trying to move my brand away from that as we get out of the out of the forever bull market uh, <laughs> into something I haven't decided yet. But, yeah, like the, those those times were fun. We were, you know, flying around to different conventions and doing talks and, you know, you get into a space that you have no idea about and nobody has any idea about. And you just kind of like bumble around for four years. And then suddenly the entire world is in the space. So you're like, you know, you went from bumbling around for four years to being an expert. Uh, so it, it was cool to like get to fly around and like meet all those people and everything. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know of any, uh, any of the stories I want to go into at this moment of public. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. So you give me a couple of drinks, like uh, whenever we meet up and I'll go right into them. I can't control myself, but. There we go. One of us is gonna. You're in Texas right now, right? I am. There we go. So you and Ash. Depending on who's asking. Uh, yeah, there we go. <laughs> you guys can meet up. We can record another episode after that. Um, yeah, that'll be fun. So you're also a poker player, correct? Is that your main? Yeah, I, I, I play some poker on the side. Okay. Uh, I wouldn't like. So I was playing poker when the market volume died, because like there's nothing else to do. Um, well, like I could do something productive, but I don't have any productive skills. So I had nothing else. To do. <laughs> um, so yeah, I went into, I went into the poker hole for a while while the market turned around. And now that 
now that we're in the apocalypse and every market is just fucked and there's no volume or liquidity ever anywhere, I don't know. Uh, well, maybe we'll go back to that. There we go. Which do you prefer more? Oh, trading. No trading. Question. Yeah, poker is a lot of sitting around. Uh, like, it, it, it can be... So, I enjoy poker in the, like, really big tournaments, which are just gambling. Like, they're just basically straight gambling uh, <laughs> on any individual one. Uh, you know, if you if you play, them, play a thousand of them over time, like, edges will show. But, like, it's just, like, straight fun, 12 hours of gambling. Sitting down and playing, like, cash games of poker online or, hell, even, like, smaller cash games in real life is just a boring fucking grind. Whereas the market, you know, there's always a trade to make uh, and there's always something exciting going on or something blowing up. So it's uh, it's a lot more active uh, and uh, probably a lot more fun, a lot more like upside potential, I think. So what you're saying is you would rather sit in your house and stare at a computer than go out and gamble with real people. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of, kind of. So the people are the best part uh, because they're all like, especially in uh, in Oklahoma where I, I was driving up. They're all like retirees. Uh, at least they, they all were. I assume they're going to be thinned out after what's going on. But, uh... <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> uh... <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, it's just all kinds of fun retirees, like telling old bullshit poker stories from, you know, back when they had all their teeth and stuff. It's a good time. <laughs> but I mean, I, I don't think anything beats crypto Twitter. I feel like there is too much fun no. to be had on there. Yeah. So the thing about Twitter, crypto, and just like regular markets is it's the trading floor now, right? Like you don't have the the stock exchanges and stuff. That's not where everything happens. Everything happens online, and Twitter's Twitter's the trading floor, which is uh, at least the way I've always looked at it since 2013, 14. Uh, just like a modern trading floor. So it pays to have a voice on that. Um. You know, not, not, I don't want to say through like, you know, like shilling things and pumping and dumping stuff, but the opportunities come when you have a voice on the trading floor, you know, they just pop up. Yeah. When you, uh, when you mentioned shilling things, I think everyone immediately thinks of a specific coin. Um, uh, probably not everyone. There's people in different eras think of a different coin. Well, when, <laughs> when you say shilling things, I think everyone thinks of a specific coin and that's Tezos. How has that been lately? Uh, it's been like every market. There's a major liquidity squeeze throughout the whole globe. Uh, I, I, this question probably leads in how do I think crypto is going to do? Uh, but if I can answer it, all of it in the same one. Uh, everything's kind of shitty right now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm not willing to say crypto will go lower because I know, and if you go look at all the coins that like really had a flush out, all of them have major leverage markets. Um, so I think you just saw retail get blown out and like hell probably even some funds get blown out there. So I don't know if there's a, enough like weight to push us down more. Um, but uh, we've also never traded during the apocalypse before. So yeah. I wouldn't take anything I say like as law. I'm just kind of guessing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if for best guess, because you're right, we haven't seen anything that's like kind of the apocalypse or even a down market, really. Uh, it's just been a steady rise in traditional markets. So do you have any opinions on how crypto might react to a downturn? Uh, I, I would assume crypto would bottom harder and faster uh, and then turn around. My, my, my thesis is... 
So let's say that like that that dump that just happened was the bottom of crypto, right? What was the bottom of Bitcoin? Um, I don't think because of uh, the, the bumper system in the stock market that the bottom of stocks is in. So if we have another like 30% route in stocks, I don't know that crypto holds up through that additional liquidity squeeze. Um, so again, this, it's just it's just uncharted territory. Uh, I, I've always thought that that crypto would go down during a crash, and it did because there's just all kinds of liquidity mechanics behind that. And then, you know, really, if we're just being honest about it, like this is the crisis over the next year that Bitcoin was built for. So I don't want to put us in a in a this is the test we have to pass mode. But if you don't pass this test, then you have definitely failed up into it. Um, so I think once the liquidity washout is gone, like we're going to see a really important crux point for crypto. Um, and we'll just see how that goes. Uh, my bias is wildly towards the bullish side over time, but I may, be, I may just be wrong. It's possible that like we are at the moment where we have figured out that this system just doesn't work. Yeah. yeah. I, I think a lot of us have kind of hinged our careers on crypto being successful i know there's funds that have been started yeah exactly <laughs> uh and I, I think we're all pretty bullish on it but we could all just be wrong we are a very small subset of the population so we could just be wildly oh, yeah i wrong. mean like you just be you could just that could have been like the like the pump to right. twenty thousand <laughs> yeah. guys out like it's 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 completely completely rational chart wise for it to go down to a thousand um like it sucks it'd be really painful like you can find it all over the chart um and you can all but it's charting you, you could also find 3000 being the bottom pretty easily so yeah it's it's very up in the air uh I, i've this is probably the first time like i've not wanted to put in a call uh, like if i if i was like gun to my head call like it i think it probably be that that was essentially the bottom like we'll probably revisit it because of like leverage mechanics but uh that that was probably the bottom if that's not the bottom then like settle in for like a decade just very <laughs> mediocre performance from crypto i would say yeah and we are all fucked at that point and then even more of us are getting flushed out if yeah, not all getting of evicted us. and going out into the plague lands and... <laughs> what's your we'll what's your what's your plan <laughs> what's your plan if that happens guys like like if like there's an actual collapse uh i mean not like a complete financial collapse but say bitcoin continues to grind lower um, you know, there's got to be at some point a time where you're like, I gotta, I gotta move on. You know, I was wrong in what I thought. Yeah, I mean, like my my plan for that is actually just hoping for silent collapse. Because <laughs> <laughs> then you know, money doesn't really matter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How many chickens and bars of gold you got? <laughs> Ash, do you have any thoughts on this? Any plans? Uh, no. I guess I'll just do life as it is. <laughs> Listen, Bitcoin works just as well as a thousand as it does at six thousand. Like you may not make as much money. You yeah, lose any percent of your money. It still works. <laughs> and I think that's the argument for a lot of the people who think that we're in this massive bubble. Is like, yeah, it still works at lower prices. Yeah, that that argument is extremely sound if you have a job that pays well <laughs> and you have a thirty-year time perspective. It does. Yeah. And it's true. It's, it's kind of like Ethereum. Like Ethereum works just as well at $50 as it does at $1,000. It just simply does. Yeah. Um, 
and like for the distribution to get to those higher levels again it's just going to take fucking time and the system still works it's just we're dealing with market mechanics behind it yeah, we just got to survive until we get back up there basically yeah but basically you know um you've got a you've got like a month-long period here where you can go rob people and stuff so <laughs> yeah it's gonna get fun stock up well stock up well and just ride out whatever winter we've got coming yeah <laughs> so much hope <laughs> um so i guess do you have any like depressing stories in your long tenure that you've been here um, oh man you should you should have been in the space when all of crypto twitter this was 2015 volume had died bitcoin was down to like 300 dollars and basically everybody was just in little groups trying to scam each other with Bitcoin. Just the whole, <laughs> the whole space was dead. Whole space was dead. And we all got on um, OKCoin okay because like Mex wasn't around at the time. I think Finex was there. They only had X3. And OKCoin okay had 20 at like $250. Um, would recommend like it's it's a pretty low level like uh move to liquidation but uh so like we probably lost i would say like imagine 60 percent of the people in crypto right now so we've already been through this market cycle we're on the end of the cycle we're going to a new one at some point here um imagine 60 percent of the people we have now losing all of their money at this part of the market cycle <laughs> that's what happened you would just have like people disappearing and we would have like rituals for when people said that they blew up their accounts and started begging for money. And <laughs> we did like, like we'd have songs we played for them and it's a, it's a fun time. You know, it's, it's, it's a whistling through the graveyard kind of situation. Were you ever at that point in 2015 where you're like, I'm done. Like this could be the end for me. Like you I've liquidated point, like 18 fucking times. <laughs> Uh, I stopped. I, it's better to ask when I stopped being at that point, and that was around mid 2016. There we go. That's well, when you're like, like, there's some light at the end of this tunnel. I'm gonna make it. That was money to pull out some money and not have to like Coinbase my rent every month. Um, and then just like started building out. That's when I learned to risk manage and things like that. Um, and like actually became like an actual trader, not like a. I was 23 and signed on to Cripsy and like just buying coins kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so it's a, it's an education process and like you really have to teach yourself. Yeah. Um, so you're, you're talking about a couple other people who, you know, you just continue to watch people's accounts get blown and leave the industry. Anything for yourself? Are there any like vivid stories that like you remember that are jumping out at you from yourself? Uh -huh. Uh, like I actually quit for like a year uh, before I came back after that uh, after that not particularly like, like I mean I've got like all the little shit that everybody else did that could sell it up at the top or buying up at the bottom but uh, the past like four or five years have been good uh, before that like I was literally just locked in a room for three years trading um, that was my 13 through 16th so I just didn't leave the apartment. It's kind of like now. Yeah, I was gonna say, just like now. How <laughs> yeah, are... yeah, I've been, I've been practicing for it. <laughs> right, you're you're more prepared than most of us, but I think everyone who works in the industry is more prepared than the rest of the world because we're used. Oh to... yeah, God, could you imagine if we're used to going and working at like an office building or something 
every day just doing like menial stuff and just not going anymore and then you have to feel like very lost yeah right you got to spend 24 hours with the family that you're probably not too stoked to hang out with (laughs) (laughs) yeah no no it's 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 gonna be a really really interesting time because like that's just the surface stuff there's so much systemic so many systemic issues that are happening right now like you know hopefully the police department work when everything's back up and running uh a scary time very, very. Uh, so you're you're more of you're more experienced with you know working from home, trading from home. Do you have any tips for the newer guys who are kind of still a little bit new to this? Yes. Uh, oh, definitely. I'm not following. Um, you really got to start a routine. Um, like, that's really important. And uh, like my routine's falling apart because part of it was like going to the gym, and now I'm doing the thing everybody else is and trying to see how fat I can get my body my body percent body fat percentage up before the end before I decide I'm not going to be that person anymore um you really have to have a routine and that's really all there is to it uh just you know make sure you're getting out whatever you need to do but you can always add things to a routine once you have a routine but if you're just floating in the wind you're just going to be staying up till 2 a.m and not getting anything done which is probably what you're going to do anyway. I'll just be honest with you. I was going to say that sounds like what I'm doing right now. And I had a plan. I had a routine. <laughs> yeah. I think, I think the stages are like you have a plan and then like the plan starts to fall apart. And because you had a plan, it starts getting like catastrophic. <laughs> you know, you're just like bacon. I don't know if you're at the bakery part yet, but like I'm a full fledged fucking baker. <laughs> uh, <laughs> sourdough starter, everything ready to go. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 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 We, uh, we started that phase right after we, the gym's closed. Oh man! Kind of turned upside down. God. But at some point we'll run out of flour, and then (laughs) and then we'll get back into the good, into like the good working out stuff. Have you left? You've got to come out of that curve, you know. Yeah. Have you left your apartment yet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe a good deal. Um, uh, I go to the grocery stores and stuff just because I'm still taking everything in. Talked about this before, but like this is like a major, major event in human history. Um. And it's, it's akin to major disasters you see in other countries, but you don't see here. So I, I found it interesting to go explore people's reaction to it. It's kind of like take it in because I've, I've got nothing fucking time. There's <laughs> <laughs> far too much time. Yeah, it's, it's, we've all got way too much time on our hands, and I think it's starting to get weird. It's been, what, like a good month now i'd say probably like three weeks since people were like oh shit this is serious like let's lock it down uh and i think things are starting to get weird yeah and we've got you know positive side like a month of this left and like realistic side like five (laughs) (laughs) yeah i hope not but realistically you're probably right <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah see it's That's... weird it's weird for us to all talk about because we've all been working from home and like you know we aren't really seeing these crazy effects there's a lot of people on crypto twitter who still have real jobs and yeah yeah that's true it's there's like I, i've got a lot of people talking to me from like the medical profession and stuff and or, or just like a you know, regular job normie jobs waiters and things like that and it's uh it's getting a little thin out there. We're going into thin times. Yeah. I just, we had just recorded an episode right before this and we had like 10 minutes in between. And I, I have a really good friend staying with me right now and he's a chiropractor. And I like walked out of the office and I was like, Hey, what's up? He's like, Oh, just uh filing unemployment. <laughs> I was like, damn it. But yeah, he can't, I mean, his office is completely shut down. He can't work, you know? So yeah. 
been really interesting. He's been with, staying here. Uh, this is his third week. So. Wow. Lucky him yeah. gets to just crash on a couch, not pay rent. <laughs> yeah. Support it. Uh, so, Jeremy, you said you had some friends in the medical field that you've been talking to. You probably know more than I'd say either of us and like what's going on. Uh, have you gotten into the details about numbers, how serious this virus is? Uh, no, not particularly. I, and I don't think it matters. I really don't think it matters. I think it'll matter looking back, but I don't think it matters right now because like we will get over the hospital capacity. And once you do that, it doesn't particularly matter if it's 10,000 people over or 15,000 people over or what the numbers are, because then you just like, then they're just not getting treated. They're just dying at home. So, um, and that, that politically, I'm much more interested in the geopolitical uh, aspect of this and the politics aspect. Um, and how you keep society together after this. Yeah, right. um, and one of the things you have to do is not have images of people dying in the street. That's just not good for country morale. <laughs> yeah. and I, country I, I think we're essentially almost certainly going to get there, uh, at least in some cities. So yeah, I, I don't know that the initial numbers matter right now. It's just all about like construction and concealing, not concealing the sickness, but like making we want to come out of this looking like a first world country yeah right um, that's the goal that's the goal it's not about lives it's 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 about looking like a first world country uh if we're just going to be rude honest of it, about it um and you really need to do that to like keep up your national image and keep up your national morale and all these things and i think that we just have to prep for that point breaking um and i uh maybe i'm wrong i hope i'm wrong we're doing really exceptional work it's happening very fast now i was gonna ask um, how, how you think we're handling the situation here in the u.s so i would say i think you need to separate it's a complicated question right because like, i've been openly critical of the administration since the start but in an emergency situation especially one that moves this fast uh where you're dealing with exponential numbers and, and things are going to hit you real real quick uh out of nothing uh you really have to move on from the past mistakes that, that were made and look at the choices being made now. And, and I don't even know if you can properly judge them when you're in the fog of war. This is more of a looking back on it question. Yeah. Um, but I definitely think that there was a major failure within the administration early on. Um, but the caveat to that is like, everywhere kind of fucked up. So I don't know if you can actually not fuck this up. I, I, like, I don't know if you can put the, the restrictions in place you need to put in place when you do, because you don't have the political will. Um, so I, I don't even know how much of that, that will count against them. I think now, I don't know. I don't even know what I want them to do. I, I have no idea. Yeah. Uh, like, it's a fine line you, because if they just start shutting everything down and saying, you know, you can't do this, we're locking people in your doors like some other countries have done, then we we kind of stop being seen as this land of the free people start you know yeah and it's not even just that it's it's the rest of the world is not the west's bulwark against china we are so it's much more imperative for our economy to launch like as china's is getting up so like that's what really has to be considered is, is like the u.s economy and the u.s being up and running is like actually quite important for the western world uh against the against china uh in the east so there's just it's almost impossible and it will be almost impossible going forward to look at the things being done and to know if they were enough or they're too much or we should have like what we should have done 
just because it's such a complex situation and we're not sitting in like some country that doesn't matter like you you actually do need a bulwark against the east uh just an economic one and like the u.s is why one of the reasons why we're being the world central bank because we have to keep the liquidity up because like you can't have china take over everything (laughs) right yeah. So yeah, we'll see, man. Uh, I, I I don't know. Uh, I'm I am fearful of systemic collapse, and I think that like if I had to put numbers on it, like there's probably like a 15 percent chance of just full systemic collapse, and that's very high. Are you prepared for that? I think you can be prepared for that. Uh, I think I'm probably a week ahead of everybody, like mental prep wise, like mental. Uh, like, I, I don't want to say like I'm, I'm like working in the future kind of thing, but I've already kind of like acclimated into this world we're in because I've been living in for a, few, <laughs> a couple extra weeks. Um, but like if there's actual collapse, like, yeah, what do you do? Are you like, you know, you hop in the car and drive out in the country. I've got family out in the country, so like, I, I'd probably be fine. There we go. But like you, you kind of just have to hope that doesn't happen. Right. It's like the like uh, I saw Ackman talking on CNBC about buying Hilton stock where it's like, well, it's either going to go down to zero or the government's going to step in. And if the government doesn't step in, I'm fucked anyway. So yeah. Might as well buy Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, you can, people talk about like the preppers, you know, they got their food, they got their guns, they got some precious metals to maybe start transacting in fucking silver and gold, which is insane in my opinion. <laughs> yeah. Happen. Like that will never happen. Well, I, uh, well, I don't want to say never. The gold, thing's, the gold thing's been put in perspective for me here. I, I get the gold thing. If you have a ranch, you are out in the country and you have a place to put just like bars of gold. So like years after the collapse, when society is rebuilt, if you haven't been taken over on your property, you have some of that wealth stored. I understand it. I get it. Uh, I sure. Why not? <laughs> I guess that's fine. Uh, but I don't have a ranch house. Yeah. So your gold's not going to uh, do, do well sitting in your safe when your house gets ransacked and, yeah, yeah, I'm I'm much more worried about the bullets phase of the economy than the gold phase of the economy. There we go. Because you have to get through the bullets phase. Yeah. To get to the gold phase. <laughs> so guns and ammo are your first concern. Yeah. No, oh, definitely. There we go. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I I know a lot of people who are very against guns, and I think that that when push comes to shove, they're going to be the first people to really realize. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> shot one, two. Realize that, like, holy fuck, I made a huge mistake here. Oh yeah, yeah. You're, you're. I, I made this. I made this comment before. Like, you're never getting rid of the Second Amendment now. Like no. the, the gun right, the gun rights thing is just like it's decided. It's done. Um, yeah. Because you're always get. You're gonna have that 30, 40, fuck, even forty five percent of people who want that kind of thing. But now you have an entrenched group of people who will like never let it happen. Yeah. Yeah. Because like they've suspended low state. level. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. Oh, you're right. You're no, I just said particularly in this state that we're in. Yeah, uh, that's, that's definitely true. That's definitely true. Yeah. But I also think like you'll probably get less rioting here because of that. Yeah. 100%. I agree. Yeah. Charles is kind of screwed. Yeah, I'm out in California, so. The big... Oh, yeah, you're just fucked. Yeah, oh, yeah, completely fucked. Just, I, I would get on, I would like go get some like very poor people clothes. It's like dirty. And... You're acting that's, like I, I don't have that. Like I've, I've been full-time crypto for months now and i've been in the industry since you know 16 i am i am way past that i got the poor people clothes good good 
ready. That was something I was missing out on my kit. <laughs> baggy clothes full of holes. Um. Okay, so that that got into like the whole collapse of the world. Let's say that doesn't happen. How? Yeah. <laughs> let's just pretend like it's not going to happen. Um, how do you suggest people take advantage of the market situation? How have you been trying to take advantage of it? Uh, well, let's let's go with let's go with other people first, because uh, I think there there's there are initial axioms that need to be considered. I would say that it really depends on your liquidity situation. Um, are you are you in a place where you know you're you've got ten grand and you're trading for rent? Or are you in a place where you've got a couple hundred grand or a hundred grand and, you know, you've got bills paid for and you're looking for opportunities on a longer time scale. If you're on a short right now, uh, I, I would just sit in cash. I would just sit in cash and short things. Uh, I, I wouldn't really take any risk because you just don't know how long this is going to go. Really, you're in a place where retail needs to conserve liquidity because the market will come back at some point And if you don't have any money when it comes back, it doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> If you're in a higher liquidity spot, I mean, so yeah, if you've got a lot of money sitting around, uh, you know, like you're, you're good for the year, uh, you could probably start looking at like four or five year plays. I would say start looking through things and picking levels you want to buy them at and then just start dollar cost averaging in there. Uh, like I said, like we're just in such a hard place to pick the market. I, I, I want to be like full bore, like crypto bottom is in because of how like how margin works in it and all that. But I, I'm honestly just scared to go on the record saying that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, I, I would just be in a conserved capital position. That's where we're at. It sucks. That's where we're at. Nobody wants to fucking be here. It's awful. Yeah. It's, I just want to. I want to go back to like. <laughs> bull market cocaine parties but oh, now we're I can't we're not there wait. i can't wait until we, we get back there <laughs> we've got to wait until a two administration is another republican one to give us like the super tax cut pumps right uh so what do you think about the people who are full-blown bitcoin maximalists i spend every dollar i make going and just putting it into bitcoin what, what do you think about those people uh i think so this gets into like a philosophical uh, exercise where I actually think they're right in a way because uh, I don't think Bitcoin is going away. I think like almost every alt will go away, but Bitcoin can't because Bitcoin has this story and uh, the story is like extremely important to a monetary system. Like it has the myth. So like your founding myth and a or your, your currency myth and a, and a nationalist system is the founding myth. So like the George Washington myth, blah, 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 blah. All of that like natural cohesion. You need to have some kind of mythology around a currency for it to be a currency so people can bind to it. And that's that's what like the those uh, what that what the Satoshi story is. So I think that while they're probably wrong in that it will be the only blockchain, because it just doesn't make much sense. Uh, they're they're probably right in it is the safest place to put money in the space right now because uh, yeah God it could be it could, it could I think there are a couple of coins right now that that will end up being uh, pre-minute blockchains in the future uh, but there's only one I'm certain of and that's Bitcoin so I think that they have their uh, 
their mind is in the wrong place, but they're making the right play. There we go. I was going to say they're they're all in on the right coin in an industry that is very uncertain at the moment. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I feel like when you said, you know, hold on to some cash, especially if you're, you know, in a little bit of a liquidity crunch or you don't have too much money to play with. Uh, mm-hmm. and I feel like these people are going to get hurt if we do see further decline. Oh, yeah. The squeeze, there's probably a lot of, a lot of just everything, every market right now. There's a lot of people sitting there that don't have adequate personal liquidity. They're still looking to exit, I would assume. Um, so you got the margin flush out, right? But like you didn't get the flush out of like, the guys that only have like 15 grand and now they have seven grand and they don't know what they're going to do. <laughs> yeah. you, you may not have pushed those people out yet. It's possible. No. I, I, the thing is, I think so many people in the industry now are just like so used to just continued decline that they're like, I'm holding it to zero at this point. They've been through hell. Yeah. Yeah. People say that. People I, say I was going to say, I could be wrong. I wasn't here. And then you're like, Oh, Oh, it's actually going to zero. I'm not going to zero. <laughs> So I've, I've talked about that on Twitter a couple of times. I'm like, you know, we all say that we'll be here to zero, but what happens when we get to a thousand, you know, what happens when we get to 500? That's when you really start to freak out, I would say. Yeah. 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 You, you can't know what kind of emotional state you're going to be in tomorrow. <laughs> I think you especially not in markets. It's, it's nobody who says at 10,000, they're going to hold the zero holds the zero. It's not a thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it simply is not a thing. We're getting close. We hit 3K, high 3Ks. <laughs> People are still here. Man, it really felt like that was going to zero. That was just a, there was so much weight behind that, that drop down. It was really nuts to watch. Yeah. Yeah, it was hard to watch. <laughs> You've been here for a while. I haven't done a ton of research. Have there been any days that were that bad, a 50 plus decline in a single day? Uh, yeah, I think we've had a couple. Um, but I believe all of the ones that I am thinking of were off of like large rises. So I think there've been like a couple worse days, but like that one, that one wasn't an up and then down. It was just like, <laughs> a, like a sideways and then the whole world fell apart. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so it was different. It was definitely different. So that, you could feel that was new to you. That was a new experience. You could really feel like the weight of the entire interconnectedness of the world in that day of market dumping or that couple of days. Mm-hmm. Cause like you, you could just like, you know, you could almost feel that like, okay, gold is dumping because people need are getting margin called on this and people need liquidity from Bitcoin and just every, all the liquidity and everything dried up is, it's just something I'd never seen before. Yeah. Making history books. <laughs> yeah. 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 We are, we are in very, very uncharted times. You know, at least we don't have to go out with a rifle though. You know, right. at least it's just sitting at home. Yeah. Nice. for now yeah for yeah. now exactly yeah yeah wait until the looting starts <laughs> you're ready you sound ready <laughs> I, I, i'm not so again this is this is one of the i wish this was not happening but it is happening and i can't stop it so if there's looting i will be out watching the looting when people are raiding stores i will be there watching you won't be participating experience it. not participating i don't okay. need to loot uh, unless something's good, you know, um, but, uh, no, I, I just want to take the experience because I don't, I don't live in a place and will most likely never live in a place unless things go really south here 
where like raids and things like that that are going to happen this time will happen again. So I'm excited. I'm, I'm, it sucks that we're here, but got to make the best of it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ash, it's you're hard. just so tucked away. You're not even going to notice I know. if there's raids. Yeah, no, I don't I'm think we're really. Middle of the city. Yeah, I don't think we'll really run into it as much here as you will, Jeremy. But um, I'm not too worried about it where I'm at. Here, you think about like everybody else. So. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you never know, though. It could happen. Yeah, I mean, like if it if it get, if it gets bad enough, but it's not like y'all's supply lines are any different than the ones that run into the city. Yeah, definitely. But um, so I guess we have like two and a half minutes. Is there anything else you want to tell people? Or usually we try to end things on a high note, but um, considering the state of the world, I don't really know if that's- <laughs> There are no high but, notes to end with. <laughs> if you want to try. <laughs> there are some high notes to end with, like this is going to be blood in the streets just by then. Like, it's not that hard. Yeah. Because you have literal blood in the streets this time. It's not, <laughs> it's not going to be hard to buy. <laughs> really not just make sure you have liquidity to eat and uh and buy things later yeah, just be careful so, out there well that's the like, issue is like a lot of people are living paycheck to paycheck and you know you, we, <laughs> oh my god <laughs> yeah those, those people those people are really gonna struggle you know they they won't have that opportunity and i think even people that we talk to on twitter on a pretty regular basis aren't gonna have that opportunity because they just won't have the cash for it yeah, tons. Just tons. <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, like, I, I'd like to. I'd like to be more positive on things. We didn't get really dark like we could have. Yeah. <laughs> We're trying to keep people's spirits alive. We're we've kind of turned a new leaf in the show and gone with the more let's keep well, people alive versus at, really at least someone the hard is. stuff. At least someone is. I've got the hard stuff down. It's all good. <laughs> I'll take over the positivity. There we go. All right. Well, yeah, we got one more minute. Anything else before we before we go? No, no. I think I'm. I think I'm good. Uh, <laughs> it, it was. It was a good time. I'll come back on whenever, whenever y'all wanna wanna have one. Yeah. Uh, we can talk about. I don't know. Nothing's gonna change. Yeah. It's not like anything's gonna fucking change. We're gonna we're gonna get you drunk next time so that you can tell us. Yeah. Who's... Yeah. We'll, we'll do it later in the day and have a couple drinks. <laughs> That sounds like a good idea. All right. Love All right. it, man. Again, thank you so much for coming on. Yeah, thank you. Adios. Bye.